Welcome to Service Dog Q&A with Dream Dogs. I'm your host, Victoria Warfel. On today's episode, we're going to talk about where to start training your future service dog or your service dog prospect or your service dog in training. Now, this depends on the state that you live in. Uh, You see, the ADA covers America, covers the U.S., but it does not deal with service dogs in training at this point. So it is up to the individual states, and some of them have weird rules. Some of them uh, will let service dogs in training go wherever service dogs go. Uh, for example, Florida's like that. Um, service dogs in training can go anywhere. Um, other ones, you have to be a professional trainer. Other ones, it's only for certain uh, disabilities. Um, other ones, you know, your dog has to be labeled, uh, you know, in red or in orange or whatever. Uh, They're all different. So I do encourage you to do a search and just do a Google search on it, you know, service dog in training in whatever state you live in. So it'd be service dog in training, you know, New Mexico or service dog in training, Connecticut. And you'll get an idea of what the service dog in training laws are for your area. And so this is going to be a little bit customizable based on the state that you live in. Um, Like I said, in Florida, where I am, service dogs in training go wherever. And that's why when Gypsy was eight weeks old, you know, we were taking her into Sam's Club and we took her to Disney World. Um, We also took her to the dentist, but we stayed outside, so that doesn't really count. And we took her to Tractor Supply, and that's pet friendly, so that doesn't really count. Uh, you know, as specialty for service dogs, uh, to give you an idea of where we go with our dogs. Uh, Walmart is maybe 10 minutes from my house, 15 minutes. So we go to Walmart quite often with the service dogs whenever they're out with us. Uh, There's a couple restaurants that we always go to because they're close and we like them. Uh, We usually go to farmer's markets. We'll go to Disney because Disney's about 45 minutes from my house. Uh, you know, so we're kind of lucky that way. And that's actually why we chose the location is because Disney's only 45 minutes away. And uh, it was convenient to everything. It's only about 45 minutes to Tampa, 45 minutes to Orlando. And, you know, it's just a great location. So we can take advantage of both of the cities there. But you might not have that. Uh, so this is where we suggest that you start training your service dog. Uh, first, I want you to start your dog, of course, in dog-friendly areas. So some farmer's markets are dog-friendly, and some aren't. Uh, if your state allows the service dogs in training, then you can bring your service dog in training to the farmer's markets. But if your state does not, then you cannot. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, So I do like the farmer's markets. Um, I will do the smaller pet stores. So like I said, I like tractor supply. Our tractor supply doesn't have a lot of dogs coming in and out, so I feel comfortable bringing the dogs there. Uh, We also, because we have the farm, we go to farm supply places and feed stores all the time. So we usually bring a dog in with us whenever we go. So those are open to us. Uh, We do not have any of the big pet stores. Um, I don't have PetSmart and Petco that are close to us. They're about 40 minutes away or so. So I don't usually go to them with the service dogs. And even whenever we were in Gainesville, I didn't bring the dogs there all that often. Why? Well, it's because of all the dogs who come in there. So it's full of dogs who are coming and going. They do the adoption events. And I don't know what those dogs have. Uh, You know, we do get parvo outbreaks here in Gainesville. uh, And I didn't want to bring a service puppy who 
wasn't fully vaccinated yet there and have him have any issues. Uh, nor did I want a dog to come say hello to my service dog and maul him and jump all over him um, or have a bad reaction to him. Even worse than, you know, mauling and jumping all over, you know, actually growl, snap, bite at my service dog. So I never brought my dogs to PetSmart or Petco unless I was going at like Wednesday at 10 a.m. because nobody's there Wednesday at 10 a.m. Uh, but on the weekends, it's crazy busy. Uh, you can also check into home improvement stores. Uh, for example, some Lowe's and some Home Depot are pet friendly, and they're a great place to start introducing your dog to, to different things, different people, different sights, different sounds. You go by the wood and the paint area, and there's different smells there. Uh, you can check, I've heard some Michaels and some Best Buys are dog friendly. You know, you can do a Google search on dog friendly stores. And then what I recommend is when you're in there without your dog, uh, before you bring your dog in, or if you know where you're going to go, call them up and just ask if they're dog friendly. Tell them that you, you know, even if you're in a state that does not allow for service dogs in training, just ask. And just say, hey, you know, I'm going to be shopping, going to be stopping by there today. I have a service dog in training. Would it be okay if I brought him in here for some exposure and some training? And make sure you talk to the manager, not just whoever answers the phone. But if you get the okay for that, then go for it. Um, because remember, we are starting as young as possible. I do start them off at eight weeks old before they are fully vaccinated to get that socialization because that prime socialization window is between four and 14 weeks old. And most dogs aren't fully vaccinated until 16 weeks old. So if you wait until 16 weeks, which is four months, um, to take them out, you've missed that prime socialization window of four to 14 weeks old. Um, you can also do city parks you know, where the kids are. Um, I don't do dog parks. Do not take your service dog in training to dog parks. But we do uh, city parks with the kids. Uh, there was a skate park in Gainesville that we'd go to. Uh, there were soccer fields that we'd go to when the kids were playing soccer and, you know, hooping and hollering and running all over and chasing the ball. Um, tennis courts would be good because your dog gets to see the tennis balls and they can't chase them. Um, but what you want to do for these first outings is you want to make it a quick in and out. So this isn't, I'm going to the store and I have hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of groceries to buy, so I'm going to bring my eight-week-old service dog puppy. No. No, these are quick in and outs. Uh, you want to get in there, get maybe one thing, or just go in there and train and leave. So this is how we do it, is it's Rich and I, and sometimes Luke, our 16-year-old son, and we go, one of us does the shopping and the other one does the dog. So if we're going to the grocery store, for example, uh, Rich would usually have the list and he will go and he'll get what we need and I will work the dog. So I will work the dog around that exit area. You know, I'll come and go and, you know, walk, walk up and down maybe one aisle or go over this way a little bit. And what do we work on? We work on whatever the dog needs. We'll work on sit walk on a leash, some focused heel, some focus on me, um, some just looking around and seeing other people and things and being okay with it. You know, we'll sometimes, if they have a bench, inside or outside, we'll sit on the bench and just watch people go by. Um, as your dog knows, under. You can sit on the bench and have your dog under. That's actually Gypsy's favorite anytime I sit down. If she can, she gets underneath my chair. 
which is super cute, but um, can be a little bit weird at times as well. So you can work on things that you're working on if you're working on uh, public access as your dog's getting older, maybe dealing with um, the slippery floors, uh, dealing with shopping carts, uh, dealing with the deli section smells, uh, dealing with the freezer section. I've talked to a few people whose dogs do not like the freezer section in the grocery stores. So get your dog used to it early, you know, walk up and down the freezer section, open up some of the doors, uh, maybe have your dog sit so he doesn't get blasted by cold whenever you open up the doors. Uh, but you want to get your dog used to all that, uh, the checkout, the beep, beep, beeps, you know, the bags, them giving you the bags, uh, that cart is huge, you know, getting him used to healing with you or the cart. What do you want? Depends actually on how big your dog is too. Um, little dogs, making sure, and all puppies are little dogs, you know, making sure that they don't get stepped on and they're comfortable with feet um, and making sure that people don't step on your dog, not just you, but other people as well. Uh, you know, so you've got a lot to, to deal with with that. Um, if you're working on task training, you can work on doing those tasks out in public and you can even do the service dog skills. You know, I had mentioned under, you could do center, you could do touch. Uh, you can do a whole bunch of them. If you have your tug with you, you could do some tug, even though it's probably not going to be tugging out in public all that often. It's, you know, at the grocery store, it's still, you know, you can practice with different things. Now, you have to bring your tug. Don't use one of theirs and leave it there. Uh, but, you know, and that would be if you're at a, a dog store. Um, but but you've got a bunch that you can work on out in public uh, as your dog's getting it. You can go in and grab, you know, a bag of apples or a loaf of bread or a gallon of milk and check out and do that and see how your dog does. Now, when you're doing this, I still recommend having two people because if you do have to leave, you need somebody to finish. You can't just leave, you know, a cart of groceries in the middle of the aisle while you go out and take your puppy. Now, you're going to do it, but, you know, you have frozen food there, right? So you just buy a whole bunch of ice cream. And your dog pees, and so you have to take your dog outside, and you know clean up inside, and it's just, and you have a cart full of melting ice cream now, and it's just, it's a lot to handle. So you want to make sure that you plan these outings, these first outings, carefully. So like I said, Rich would go in, he'd get this stuff. I would go in, I'd go up and down like the first aisle, and then we'd leave for a potty break. Then we'd come back in, and we'd go up and down maybe the second aisle. See how she does. Now, if she pottied outside, great. We can stay inside a little bit longer, but she's going to be tired. She's going to be exhausted after five minutes of it. So don't plan on long training sessions because you're not going to get them. Uh, now, we do have a crate in the back of the van, so she could be crated on the drive-in and sleep, crated whenever we're done, and she can sleep there as well. Uh, you know, if we had her just free in the van whenever she was younger, well... First, I don't want any potty issues in my van. And second, uh, she might be too distracted by everything going on to actually fall asleep. And now that Gypsy has understands that she sleeps in the car, she has that training, uh, she doesn't need the, the crate anymore and she goes into the car and she falls asleep right away, which is fantastic. I love that. Uh, so you do want to do the quick in and outs. And when do you know your dog is ready for public access and for these um, trainings. Your dog should know the basics and should be potty trained. Now, no, at eight weeks old, Gypsy did not know the basics and she was not potty trained. So we did very, very short outings where we worked on it. 
And in the house, we worked on it quite a bit. We worked on that. Uh, first three things we teach are her name, focus, and sit. Because those are the top three things. Without your dog focusing on you, you can't teach your dog. And if your dog doesn't know her name, well, it's really hard to teach your dog. And uh, the sit works well because they can use sit to say please, basically. You know, sit to go out of the car, sit to go into the car. Sit before I open up your crate. Uh, sit at the doorway. Sit while I'm grabbing something from this shelf. And you really want to make sure your dog has those basics. Now, if you're going to wait a little bit before you bring your dog into stores, not a problem. Like I said, there are dog-friendly stores that you can start with um, before you even label your dog as a service dog in training. Uh, you know, you can do outside locations. Oh, there's another one. Uh, Gainesville in a lot of Florida has dog-friendly dining outside. So we can go to a restaurant meet up with people who don't have service dogs so we could all sit outside and eat and that's great you know it gives their dogs a chance to to be a little social you know to get to company them and that's what people want they want their dog to come with them everywhere which is fantastic um gypsy i labeled her as a service dog in training as of eight weeks old you know whenever we go out on outings uh once i had her her vest in that fit her because the first one came in was entirely too small um, and the one I had ordered for her was too big. So we had to get one for the first couple months that we had her. Uh, she wear that. And I, I kept that actually in the car. So we put that on her and she would, she would go out into the stores. And that helps so people understand that she's just not a dog that I'm bringing into the grocery store. That, you know, she's actually a service dog in training. And that's why she's here. Because trust me. If you don't label as a service dog in training, you're going to have uh, people asking. You're going to have the comments of, I didn't know they allowed dogs in here. And it's just one less thing you have to deal with. Now, you will get the, oh, what a cute puppy, all the time. But I'd rather have, oh, what a cute puppy, instead of, ma'am, you can't bring that dog in here. Uh, but to each his own. But there's are where to start training your service dog out. You're going to start at home, but as you go out, those are the places where we recommend taking your dog out in public and getting them used to dealing with the public because your service dog needs to be able to deal with the public. Even if he's just an at-home service dog, he's still going to have to go to the vet. You know, people still might come over. You might decide you want to travel and take your dog with you, and your dog has to be able to deal with the public as well. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Service Dog Q&A with Dream Dogs. Again, I'm Victoria Warfel with Dream Dogs, and our website is dreamk9.com. That's D-R-E-A-M, the letter K, the number nine, dot com. And we do have our exclusive service dog training program where we work with owner trainers, helping them get their dog ready to be their service dog. Everything from choosing a puppy to choosing the right dog to basic advanced and off-leash training, public access training, service dog skills, service dog tasks, evaluations, and more. We look forward to helping you have the dog of your dreams.